0: Hello, and welcome to the Snug Podcast. My name is Richard Loftus, and today we are coming to you from Hotel Doolin for Hedge School 2024. This is a not-for-profit artist-run festival for those who need to create. A place for unique collaborations and intimate encounters. The festival hosts innovators and creators, performing, sharing, and collaborating over three days, with live performances at night, and music and literary workshops during the day. This is Head School Doolip. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, so now we're joined by Enda Gallery. Um, producer, artist... Um, Thanks for joining us. How are you, Enda? I'm very well, yeah. How's the weekend going for you so far? It's
1: going great. It's going great, yeah.
0: Where are you from originally, actually? Are you from the side of the world, or where are you from?
1: I'm originally from Leakslip in Kildare. Okay. uh, But both my parents are from Clare. Okay. So, um, I went to Berlin for about eight years, and um, during the pandemic, I came back for a temporary trip to my mother's home place in Kilfenora. Oh, lovely, yeah. And uh, just made some music there for for three months, you know, and... uh, just kind of one thing led to another, and it ended up being a permanent move, you know. Okay, so you're back full-time. Yeah. And you're in Kilfenora now? In Kilfenora since, like, kind of since 2020, yeah. Yeah. Could be whor- worst places in the world as you could oh, be. Oh, you that's know. great. No, yeah. I love it here, really. I love loving living in Clare, you know. Um. So just from your
0: own background, um, how long have you been producing?
1: I've been producing about 11 or 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um. I did a master's in music technology in Limerick in like 2010-11 yeah and then I went over to Berlin to to kind of start my music career and I I was just busking on the street that first year okay yeah yeah and um and then I went to India for a little while and when I came back um I hey Simon (laughs) when I came back I uh basically got the opportunity to work with one of the guys in my class you know and um just a series of wild events. We ended up making a bunch of tunes and another friend of mine at that time asked me to present a radio show with him on community radio in Berlin. Okay, cool. And um, and um I was like, nobody listens to this radio station but I'll help you out, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, I played one of our songs on the show and the head of Universal Germany started calling us and was like, I want to sign you guys and he put his head wow. in an on us and kind of like was calling us every week for, for, for a good few months and... um you know, my friend kind of freaked out a little bit, so it, it didn't go ahead in the end. Oh, but right. but then that's how people started asking me to produce their records after okay, that. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. And I kind of got, got into production. And um, yeah, and then I kind of kind of was balancing the two uh, in different ways uh, until 2017 was when I also added, um, kind of starting the label, starting a kind of um, artist development company.
0: What is the na- label's name?
1: It's called Welcome to the New World. Okay. Yeah. And um, is there...
0: There must be different challenges with running a label compared to being just a producer for yourself.
1: Oh, it's yeah, big time. It's a lot of, like, kind of background admin. Um, um, Yeah, a lot of technical admin. That's not necessarily that fun. A lot of Excel sheets, a lot of, like, accounting, a lot <laughs> of, like, distribution kind of stuff. Admin, know. admin. Admin, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. But it must be nice to be able to, you know, you have the opportunity now to push artists that you're interested in yeah,
1: yourself. That is great, and that was the whole idea. Like, uh, basically, the idea for the label was... Um, was kind of born out of a mushroom strip that me and my friend Habib had and um, you know we had seen really beautiful things on the trip of course like internally speaking and and okay we said now that the trip is finished we should do some of this in the real world you know so we thought um, if we can amplify some true and rare artists you know that's going to be a really good thing and, and uh, one of our friends who's kind of a philosopher I suppose um, he kind of told us this thing that we all subscribed to immediately which was like you can try to change the world with money but it really takes trillions you know you can try to change the world with politics but it takes hundreds of years and you'll probably get dirty trying to do it but you can uh you can change the world world with art because art changes culture you know and mm. we we were like okay let's try and make a little change mm. with art you know and uh, what kind of stuff do you kind of um what do you release
0: on the label what kind of genre would it be
1: it doesn't have any genre in particular, like um, it has happened to be some, it has happened to be some hip hop artists from Limerick, just that uh, happened organically, you know, um, but it's also been like piano players in, in, in base out of Berlin or um, soul singers, you know, so like, I suppose so far it's been like soul, R&B, some meditative stuff, some piano stuff, you know, um, but kind of open, It's it's kind of not genre bound. You know it's more so the right opportunity and the right person kind of yeah so
0: would you say you have kind of two feet one in one, one in ireland and one in germany kind of for the no
1: i'd say both feet are in ireland at the moment um yeah and i'd say like then i just i do look at the world and i do like to interact with the world like i'm going to america on wednesday um because strange boy one of the artists that i develop he is heading over for a sh- for a showcase at folk alliance in kansas okay. city He's an official showcasing artist so that's really great and uh i'm gonna go to los angeles before and yeah I, I i was um i was playing in in new york uh like two years ago at the irish arts center there with some of the guys from hot house flowers um and claire sands and that was awesome and you know out of that we got a one-year visa so i was spent a lot of time there oh nice and uh, yeah i like that so i like i like having ireland as a base and i like also to to, to see the world you know and, and be in and around the world you know
0: um, and I'm guessing it was through the production company that you met the guys that you did the workshop with yesterday
1: it was more through yeah I suppose um, the way that would have happened was the first artist that I sort of discovered and signed was Strange Boy because and this is kind of where the producer kind of role is the leader actually because I was or the producer and artist role because I had a song called It's Alright that I composed kind of at the end of 2016 and I had this big 12 bar jazz solo in it. And as it was kind of getting completed, I had this feeling, and Irish rap wasn't big at that time, but I kind of yeah. had the feeling like I got a list of maybe 20 or 25. And there was two that were, I stood out as being really great. And one of them was Kojak and, and the other one was Strange Boy. And um, Kojak already kind of had like one one kind of big song. Um, Strange Boy, I think was like 17 or 18 years old. Super cool voice, and he was just—it was just—he was just the right one. He it was just the one I felt. Um, so, um,
0: uh, am I right in saying, Strange Boy, it's kind of a mix of, or maybe it was just his latest. Album. It's kind of a
1: mix of, of traditional Irish music yeah, that's and, and rap. Yeah. yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and he's—he's he's from Limerick originally. Isn't he's he? from Limerick. yeah, yeah He's from Cahard Yeah. So, I reached out to him. He really wanted to go on the track. So, you know, and you know, I—I—I I, I could organise us a studio in UL where I used to go to college. You know. And so I brought him there, we recorded it in two hours, and that song came really big, like, you know, it got on the BBC Normal People series, oh, wow. got on a BBC uh, Introducing Mixtape, got some Tom Robinson play, some Radio X play. Um, it really, really did great. And um, yeah, that that was where the relationship was formed. And then, you know, a year later, kind of we, 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 we worked together and came up with the idea of, of this trad rap combo, you know and um and i produced and composed that album oh wow yeah and uh and that's been great for him you know yeah. that was a really big breakout album for him and has led to him being booked in the states and um you know being able to play on tommy tiernan and all those kind of nice things and he's 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 almost ready with a second album actually so and were you producing that as well or yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so i'm producing that composing that some of them i'm co-writing with some of the guys in the band um but yeah it's so far it's a 16 track album and he's he's working on the lyrics but it's it's awesome it's really really awesome like it's a long time in the making and a lot of work is put into it but it's it's really great really great um would you say
0: were you in your comfort zone doing the workshop or you used to kind of like the lyrics workshop yesterday yeah
1: Yeah, no i think it's i'm totally in my comfort zone there yeah i mean um of course it's like you still need to be very much on you know mm. because there's i don't know 25 or 30 people and they all have different levels of experience and different expectations from the workshop so you got to be quite clear-minded to ensure that it's engaging for such different people you know yeah you don't want to be wasting people's time i suppose yeah huh?
0: you don't want to be wasting people yeah time and you someone's.
1: don't want to make it too easy for people and you don't want to make it too overwhelming for people so you got to kind of pick a right balance and uh yeah but i felt it went really w- really well i'm very yeah. comfortable doing that like i'm yeah. kind of Guiding or teaching is something that comes quite naturally.
0: And like, were you just trying to elicit response, or did you give them prompts, or how did it work?
1: No, I, so I, I started by basically going around to every single person and just asking their name and their experience. And 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 to some who had some experience, I would maybe ask them what their expectations, you know, were, what what they would like out of the workshop. And then I kind of tailored the process kind of on the fly. Like I had prepared a bunch of stuff, and I just then tailored it a little bit to make sure I ticked a bunch of these boxes that everybody had you know to go home happy you know yeah Um, uh, but it was a great process like i kind of probably thought it would take 90 minutes something like that but in the end it kind of almost went to three hours because Did it was job. like yeah well wow. well just because they were really enjoying it they were yeah. taking you know i would have imagined, okay we're gonna spend five or ten minutes for this or this or that exercise but they were all deep in it and so i didn't want to cut them off it was like i didn't want to rush them and they you know people were coming out with full songs at the end and so that was great well, oh that's know, amazing yeah well
0: like i suppose people are uh really f- kind of feeling fortunate that you know someone like yourself you know with a m- major background would spend extra time with them like you know so you know if they're enjoying the experience and then you are so yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that, nice you're playing you know you're at play really between yeah know, the whole gang like you know yeah i suppose yeah. This, that's kind of what from t- talking to a lot of people this weekend like that's like a major ethos of the the festivals like people are just collaborating and enjoying yeah. themselves, you know. So.
1: Yeah, it seems to be, yeah, like that's that's definitely something, yeah, that like sometimes you you go to a festival and it's uh it's really like work. Yeah. Um so you work and then you're finished work and then um you know you either leave or you kinda of transition into another mode. But here kind of less feels like um no, I suppose there is still a work element, you know, you're still trying to uh, trying to work. But it's just that you really do hang around and you really do stay maybe the weekend or stay an extra night or two where yeah. you're not playing or performing and you know you, you, you engage and you watch other people and you know you engage with other people and whatnot so that's cool and you know they they set up quite a few collaborations you know and so i suppose embedded them into the program so that's cool as well you know
0: yeah it, uh, i'd say a lot of people have enjoyed the fact that you know it's not just the structure you're on at two o'clock and you play for an hour and then you come back in people are here since wednesday and stuff and it's yeah. like a different kind of collaborations and people are coming in and out yeah would you like to come back again do you think
1: oh yeah this is my third year in a row i don't know if oh there's yeah. even been any more than that i think there's only been three so yeah, i think i've been at all of them. this is my first time so <laughs> I am, yeah i'm nice. on the
0: hop now so i'm not sure who was here before yeah then, so nice yeah.
1: well i i've been here anyways three times you know hey and uh the first time i was here performing with Wilsey second year i came and i was kind of doing a project with donald curly and mm-hmm. uh, donald curly organ oh yeah i met him last night I yeah him, yeah and um he's great he's he's awesome and then yeah this year i was obviously performing in the wake and doing the workshop perfect yeah and uh thanks so much for joining hey, us hey thank you so minutes. much lovely chatting to you and you're snug here yeah
0: and uh, best of luck in the, uh,
1: in the states thank you so much lots of luck bro
0: in the morning you're looking right eyed and bushy tailed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> great, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, it was a really fun night.
0: Yeah. So just to introduce yourselves, um Elaine May and Dahi, electronic powerhouses the pair of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a producer from um Ballybon, just up the road, so I'm kind of Oh you're from so Ballyvon originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kinda grew up there and um Elaine is from Mayo, um but we kind of met each other a long time ago in Galway um, we were in a band called Goppa and The Go together and ever since then we've kind of done a lot of stuff together and kind of produced together and all that kind of crack as well so yeah it's lovely it's been really really nice to uh, to kind of do a lot of these gigs and stuff and we're currently producing Elaine's new album in um, in Balibon, um, uh which will be kind of out next year
0: okay yeah, fantastic yeah, really fun. So it's nice to kind of be able to invite people down to your side of the world, I suppose, and go.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I moved. I I kind of made an artistry called The Beekeepers um, in uh, the lockdown. And um, essentially the whole aim of it is to get a whole pile of artists to to kind of record records and albums. in the in the area, and uh, it's been it's been going really really well. And uh, then I built a studio in Valley Vaughan and that's where I work out of as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great place to kind of bring people down and everything as well, you know. So it's been it's been really great.
0: Yeah, yeah. when I started this podcast, I lived in Galway City, and when I'm when I live in Kinvara now at the minute, mm-hmm. and I was kind of worried. It was like Jesus. Would anybody come out, or will I be able to get <laughs> anybody? And then you're like, "Jesus Christ!" The West Clare—it's just like there's loads of people there, and there's loads of people doing like interesting stuff, like so. Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, y- you're working on the, the second album in the minute.
2: Second album we're working on now at the moment. Yeah, so it's going really well. I, I went away. Let me swap with you so you yeah. can keep an eye on her. Sorry, my daughter is. Hanging yeah, we're mum and so daughter at the same time. Yeah, um, <laughs> the I started writing it last year. I went away to Donegal. Um, for a few, I think for like maybe a week or something like that, and got the majority of the material down and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then I went to Dahi's new studio. Um, so that was actually we've, we've done a few sessions now. Um, late last year. Um, so we're co-producing the we're co-producing the album, and we've got a good kind of shape on it now. And now we're at the kind of point where we're getting vocalists in and stuff like that. So I'd say we're actually getting kind of close to the end, which is exciting
0: he was saying that um, both of you met in Mayo or no you're from Mayo but you both met in Galway that's right yeah are you based mainly in, in Dublin
2: yeah moved to Dublin about I think eight years ago or something like that um and it's great yeah really happy there I mean I obviously miss the west of Ireland plenty and we come we come back as much as we can like my wife has family in Galway and then she's from Donegal okay I'm from Mayo, we both went to college in Galway, you know what I mean, <laughs> it's like the west of Ireland is, and now we have a big affinity with Clare because yeah. of Dahi and stuff, so, um, yeah, I mean, I love it down here, like coming here this weekend now is just like, kind of feels like a, an exhale or something, you know, yeah, yeah, it's really nice.
0: It's actually, someone said it was just like, it's like a Christmas for artists at the yeah, end of yeah, January yeah. when people especially call. in January, it's like, yeah,
2: you're not really doing too much, although I am actually quite busy, but you know what I mean, it's a nice <laughs> kind of break or whatever, so it's good.
0: How did you find the uh, gig last night?
2: I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it was class. Really enjoyed it. There was, uh, the crowd was amazing. They were like really into it and, brilliant uh, production. Like the sound engineer and the the lighting designer, lights and everything was just brilliant. So it was great. Yeah. Really enjoyed. I checked
0: my uh, steps this morning. It was twenty thousand.
2: Twenty thousand. Yeah. I went for a little walk with my daughter there, and like literally, it, like two minutes, I ticked into like <laughs> six thousand steps. I was like, oh yeah, that's from last night. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: like I got here at about ten o'clock this, uh, last yeah yesterday, and I was just like, okay, I finished about seven o'clock. I'm wrecked, and then sure, his show was great and your yeah. show was great, and so I was up to like one yes. in the morning, so Do unusual for me. Do you want to say hi?
2: Hi. hi. You want to say hi? First podcast guest. Say hiya. Absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough. It's too early in the morning. Yeah, this is
3: a very, this is the most unique podcast interview that's ever it's happened. It's not really. the
0: first time we've had like a, you know, really? family <laughs> involved. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> grand. What you call it? Um. swap in and out. Would we'll be grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Godfather duties. <laughs> is, is, uh, is, is oh, you're the Godfather
0: as well. Oh. Yeah, 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 that's very
3: right. important. Very important. Yeah.
0: So um I know you've been down here for a few days. Where you're mm. like, how would rehearsals go?
3: It was great. It was like, it was really interesting because, uh, you know, the the idea for the show kind of came out of this kind of idea of uh, this poetry book called Soundings. Mm. Um, And uh, they were just going to have a group of poets read some excerpts. And then the kind of idea just flowered out from there. But um, because all the musicians are kind of doing so many different things and it was just an incredible roster of people, you know, um, uh, we didn't have a huge enough amount of time to kind of rehearse or anything like that. So we just kind of set some ground rules and then we had... Maybe an hour Maybe an hour and a half I think On, on Thursday Oh really yeah It yeah. really of, came together yesterday. Yeah it really came together And uh, and we just kind of like Explored kind of What you could do And how you can do it And stuff like that um, My stuff is kind of interesting Because you can kind of You can use Like the bass And the kicks and stuff As this kind of Like um, like a through line That everybody can follow You know what I mean And then we just kind of Improvised from yeah. there You know And uh, it's It's always a kind of A cool thing Because it can either Go really bad Or it can go really well And you can kind of like the the risk of it is kind of the thing that is really amazing like you know yeah, and you get like the best parts of that gig last night was when everything just kind of clicked and everyone's like oh, okay we're we're in this now we can actually move it and uh, i'd never met osara before and that was for me was the highlight of the show i thought she was absolutely incredible um myself and Anna Malarkey have kind of done a lot of stuff in, in the last while as well and uh, i love anna she's she's one of the best musicians i know as well so um yeah, yeah, was some, great.
0: some pair of uh lungs on her as well do you she does like yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah she's great um yeah she, anna kind of supported me for a very long time on my kind of album tours and stuff as well and um she's she's just so so good like yeah yeah
0: and she's sure galway legend galway legend exactly yeah was it my fellow sponges and stuff my like, fellow sponges yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> right
3: yeah 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 her whole family are so musical like jeez i'll never forget like seeing them for the first time and everything as well they're they're great like
0: yeah, yeah. um you say you only had like an hour and a half to work on it, but like I'm pretty sure like isn't Lisa McNerney that you know did the spoken word thing? She only got here yesterday, even. Yeah, something. yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, we hadn't we hadn't met her at all. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't. I actually we I didn't met her until she got on stage, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, so we had like we had a we had a good WhatsApp tra- chat group going. Yeah, and basically we kind of the poets the kind of picked which excerpts they were going to read you know and uh, and then the whole idea around it was basically just that we would like rise up into energy and then kind of come down and clear out space for the for the poets to kind of really perform um and it just worked really really well yeah it was really cool and uh, like immediately people kind of like approached the poetry in very different ways because some people were singing the poetry and some people were kind of performing it in a specific yeah. way and everything so it was just great to get like this kind of media thing where somebody's just kind of working on something and being creative and it being a surprise along the way you know yeah
0: and have you done much with like spoken word before
3: um I suppose I I, yeah I mean I I guess I did a track a good few years ago called Mary Keane's introduction that was quite a kind of a large kind of hit in Ireland and um uh yeah that was kind of the first time that I used that idea of kind of spoken words um before a track you know um I think if you're using it in samples and stuff like that uh you have to get an actual recording of somebody who isn't going to be on your track, if you know what I mean, it has to feel really kind of authentic or else you kind of, you caught with kind of an actor performing something, you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, kind of any spoken word that I've used in any tracks have been based off kind of samples of something that you want to kind of create the atmosphere, you know, it's, it's it's kind of a a very interesting thing because it's, you know, spoken word over music. It's just like the music immediately kind of frames it in a specific way. And, I remember with Mary Keynes there was this whole thing where like, you know, I wanted sh- she was actually talking to somebody at her kitchen table, but um, she sounded so much like sh- how she sounded when she was talking by the fire or whatever. So I'll be mixing in the fire sound beside it and everything as well so that like you can just kind of build the atmosphere around it, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's a very powerful thing. It's cool.
0: Yeah, it is. It was very affecting. And the mm-hmm. visuals last night were amazing. Like yeah, they were great, weren't they? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. 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 Cosby is. is, is really oh, that incredible. was Cosby. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Amazing.
0: yeah. yeah. I'd seen him on the lineup, alright. Is he is, is he knocking around for the weekend or? <coughs>
3: I think, so, I think yeah. so. Yeah, he's been here for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a uh, he's a kind of a real alumni of the festival, I think, as well. Oh, okay. But um, but yeah, he was fantastic. Mm. My, my, one of my favorite points of the whole night actually was when you were doing um, uh, a cappella that song a cappella from Police mm. and, and they put the names of the Palestinian people behind it so yeah. it was just like really affecting and really powerful and, um, very hedge school as well. You know, like kind of extremely like you know. Uh, something extremely creative done on the on the cusp of the moment and trying something different you know mm. I think Hedge School is kind of all about taking risks and you know we're early in the year so you can like if you want to try something this is the place to do it well you that's know?
0: true there's mm. something that lead, lends itself to that you know it's January might as well try something different
2: yeah that's interesting because I think a lot of times you kind of end up or certainly, if it's kind of like something that there's not a lot of preparation put into that, it's everyone's trying to be quite safe. Yeah. But it just yeah. didn't feel like that. It was like, wow, okay, that's amazing. Like even coming in here yesterday, and they've got all these TV screens that are are similarly showing all the names, and it's just like it's really kind of just a, a gut punch, you know? Yeah.
0: So, yeah. You had um, may k with yes. you last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she wrote on um, your first album. Yeah, was that right? Yeah, yeah, she did. What time did she land down?
2: Um, she was down on Friday We came down yesterday um, Yeah she wrote on two tracks For Home If I'm not mistaken My mind is a little bit fuzzy this morning <laughs> It's early um, in the morning which, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's back writing on the new album as well oh, fantastic. Yeah, Which is amazing um, So would
0: you collaborate a lot when you're doing live shows
2: Yeah we would And I think we've we've become very good friends Through the process as well Like we had known each other um, Just through like the galaxy And just generally being at shows yeah. and stuff But when we started working together on um, on the first album, we just started to get on really well. And I think we just, like, she'd be someone now similar to Dahi that I would sound off. Yeah. And not well, pretty much everything. <laughs> like, what is this shit? Or am I deluded? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that kind of thing. So it's great to have that, you know?
0: Yeah, it's great to have, a, like, a soundboard so you can yeah. just, yeah. like, you know, Especially fire Especially when you're a solo off.
2: artist, I think. Yeah, know? absolutely.
3: Yeah. Mankay is a, r- a really interesting thing because it's like, you know, jeez, Mankay has been going for so long mm-hmm. in so many different guises like with we'll Fight Like Apes and stuff. Like it was the first band I saw in the Rochelle Dove when I was like just doing college and everything. As well. I think
0: I've seen them as well. Um, yeah. loud, yes. she's yeah. just
3: this, and then with, with all the other voices stuff as well. It's like she's just she's seen it all and has a huge amount of experience and knows so many people and stuff like that as well. That she's a really good person to have around and to ask about stuff. You know, so definitely. It's been
2: great. Sometimes she'll just drop in little nuggets and you're like, oh. She's <laughs> like yeah Oh we played Glastonbury twice I'm like oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you want know to come To my Olympia show That's fully sold out Yeah exactly like, hell, like Yeah it? I know I know yeah.
0: And they um, Fight Like Apes cause They played together at, uh, All together now. Last year didn't they yes, they yeah, did Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I they're doing Olympia shows watch watch and watch watch. stuff as well Yeah, yeah The yeah,
3: Olympia
2: show are amazing yeah. I went to it last year And there's another one I think in February Oh is it fantastic Yeah yeah their last one I think Yeah But yeah it was Such oh an amazing show Such a unique band Yeah they're not like Anyone else Yeah I
0: won't <laughs> take up any your time you know you've been very busy lives so thanks so much for joining me and enjoy the rest of the weekend okay thank, thank you
1: very you
4: much
0: for having us, us. Cheers. cheers appreciate it so Emma Lohan yeah. am I pronouncing that correctly
4: you are yeah how you do? I'm good. I'm very good.
0: Uh, how's your weekend? Or uh, have you been here for a few days? Or I
4: got here Friday evening. Yeah, I found it hard to find it. Find Ulan. There's no signpost to Doon until you get to the turn. Oh, noticed
0: yeah. that. <laughs> my my wife drove me down, and she knows the way. She was just like, you know, this time this way, this way, this way, this way. Where are you from originally? Galway. Oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> so it's not a million <laughs> miles away. <laughs> I've
4: been here quite some time, but I haven't lived here for ten years.
0: Yeah, you were abroad for about once a decade. Yeah, I was decade, yeah. in
4: Mallorca for five and London for four, and I lost one year somewhere. But I was, I think, that might have been the pandemic. <laughs> so. Yeah, we, but we all it's lost. Definitely a bit. ten years since I lived here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're back
0: here full-time or what's yeah
4: like I properly moved back I was making the move back over the last year and uh, I properly moved back in October yeah
0: okay great mm, Yeah. so um, I've seen you've been described as techno folk yeah. is, is that correct <laughs> <That's> description
4: <laughs> I suppose that's my alter ego described that as techno oh, okay he's a techno God um, yeah he kind of appeared in my life Quite similar to Flann O'Brien's uh, oh, um, a Swim yeah. Two Birds. Oh, not, not a Swim Two Birds. The Third Policeman. Okay. Very similar character just arrived in my life. Uh, I have no idea why he's there. He's no idea why he's there. He, I thought maybe he'd help me guide me more, but he doesn't. But yeah, he's, yeah. He comes into my show. His name is Techno God. And I, before him, I was folk music. And uh, then I slowly, living in the Balearics, I just started hanging out with um, different labels. And... Started just collecting machines, and now oh I've right. had like a Loop Station. Well, started with the Loop Station, and then just grew. So I combined the my folk background with uh, electronic music. Yeah. So myself and Techno God made this track called Techno Folk. So that's just why I. Just that's <laughs> why that that, that, <laughs> that follows you around at the techno. moment. <laughs> I really don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: so yeah, you were working with like New Pope and like yeah. Rivers and Crows and stuff like that, and like what. How did you get started? What was your first love kind of stuff? Was it like, were you mainly a singer? or What was your kind of, what was I, your forte? We had,
4: we had a piano in the house when I was a child. So um, I was very lucky to have like, um, uh, what you call it, family of musicians and a record player. And I was the youngest of five, so really good music coming into the house. And just started playing, um, playing the piano from the age of four, Started getting lessons was always singing. So it's just always there. But I didn't realize I didn't start properly into music until 2010. Yeah. I traveled down to Africa in 2007 and did some training for a year with them in uh, West African percussion. Oh, wow. And then I did my master's in Limerick in the World Academy of Music and Dance. And yeah, just kind of it just grew yeah i'm a very slow writer you know like i write an album every 10 years and uh
0: there's nothing wrong with that
4: yeah i hope so like i enjoy (laughs) it it takes me time you know so i'm on my second my second third album i've only published one Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: well i've i've it's a strange thing now i'm kind of considering how people produce and what they produce in kind of a different way after being here for the weekend yeah and sometimes you don't have to release it if you make something and you enjoyed the process. And yeah. maybe sometimes it's just for yourself. You know, you mm-hmm. don't have to be trying to shell it out and you know stuff Yuck. like that. Like you know, um, just because you haven't released it doesn't make it any less of an album. I don't no, think you know.
4: No, I like I. I didn't release my first album because I didn't really know anyone who I could pu- produce it properly with. Yeah. Then my second album, I found a really. It took me ages to find a producer. That's the bit. That's the Struggle, you know. So my second album, uh, I found a really good producer in London, worked with him, and now my third album, I'm looking for funding so I can produce myself, learn the craft, get some mentoring. And, uh, yeah. and
0: which album is the the Fish and Bird Symphony?
4: That's the one currently. So I've only written two movements of that. Okay. So tonight I'm performing the third movement. I'm home to write the f- first and I, the fourth is coming. So for two more movements.
0: When you describe it as a movement, how does that differentiate from, s- if someone would say a song?
4: It's written in the format of the symphony. Okay. So like, even though it's um, electronic instruments and folk instruments and my voice, it's the same thing, it's four movements. They, um, there's a summary at the end, the coda, there's the introduction. Then there's a, like we move away from the theme change key modulate up and then yeah, So it's the same format
0: and yeah. is that it sounds a lot more challenging
4: it's really enjoyable yeah because it really makes me think about theme you know like I've always been really influenced by um, Vivaldi's four seasons and uh, it's just always been on my mind to write something like that and uh, so but I'm doing it more I suppose the seasons of my life so my roots then my you know my birth to middle age now I'm in mean middle age up and then the following one is Ether. so I probably will never finish this album. <laughs> <laughs> <Because> Hopefully not <laughs> yeah. you live
0: forever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then for this weekend you were doing uh, mindfulness and creativity with Anna yeah?
4: Yeah that's right that was so much fun yeah. yeah. So
0: uh, talk me through that workshop what, <coughs> what did it entail and
4: yeah. So like I'm very I've been part of my making music in the last ten years has been this journey through meditation and myself okay. and uh, looking inward, looking at dreams. And then Anna is very much, a you know, she's really into philosophy and thinking. And we're very good friends. So we're always talking on the phone. We talk every day and yeah. we're always talking about our different forms of practice and what we do to um, make music and make art. And how we mind ourselves and produce, you know. So then we we did a workshop recently, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll open with the meditation." And Anna just started playing this really cool music, and then we went into the workshop, and yeah. we really found it was such a lovely way to get people to collectively work together very bri- very quickly.
0: Can I know? put them in the mind space
1: straight away?
4: It's great. Like, so we had thirty people in silence, breathing in time a straight connection like you know? yeah yeah and then of course Anna led this beautiful um like we had instruments improvisation voice and we led that together yeah
0: yeah she seems I was just talking to Dahi there um she seemed to have a, an influence all across the spectrum on this weekend a lot of people she's kind of dipping out talking to different people and stuff yeah um so what would you like to do for the rest of the year what's the plan
4: the rest of the year I'm um Going to Denmark and Croatia with, um, have you heard of Island Connects? I haven't. Um, it's like seven artists from different islands in, okay. I think, Europe. So I've been selected for Ireland for the open call too. Oh wow. So I go to Croatia in April and then uh, we there's seven of us meet in an island in Denmark for a week and we're going to produce something yeah it's a creation research and creation time together and then hopefully in the following year we produce something oh wow so, yeah it's really exciting yeah. yeah i'm really looking forward to so it.
0: so are, are you a fan of this kind of improv- improvisational kind of creation kind yeah. of stuff yeah that's
4: how i work yeah yeah i i'm even for like my gig tonight there's always something new i'm not one who can do the same thing every time um i need i need that feeling of i'm making something new for myself yeah and I'm making it with the people who are there yeah
0: well best of luck with the gig tonight
4: thank you so much
0: and now we're joined by (laughs) Rosaline McDonough um, a traveller with a disability writer feminist with a plethora of honours to her name, a BA in Biblical and Theological Studies, an MPhil in Ethical Racial Studies, Creative Writing, holds a PhD from Northampton University. Thanks so much for joining us.
5: It's the morning after the 94th. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're dead right. There's a few uh, hairy heads hanging around here today.
5: What well, I knew Dylan was wild. I had no idea how I do, <laughs> It's really lovely to be here. Yeah, I'm normally not a festive person. I, I kind of, um, yeah, I'm not good with people. Yeah, uh, but I really enjoyed. There was a good energy, a nice vibe. Yeah, lovely environments, a lot of creative energy, and a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it's a very, it's like a, a homely experience and everybody's just so friendly to each other mm-hmm. and you know, they're just very, everybody's very polite, like, you know. Um, you've written uh, a plethora of plays as well. How did you get started in writing originally, was it in school or what was, what was the impetus? I don't
5: know. I don't know. I was very late. I started in, in my late 30s. Okay. And um, I, I had a regular job, a regular life. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my best friends died. I suppose that was a wake-up call. how short life is. Yeah. And uh, you do uh, you make a choice. What do you want to uh, be in a steady, easy life? Or what do you want to be alive inside in your heart, mind and soul, and starve to death? So I I chose the latter, I, I decided. I take a chance. Yeah. I got lucky. I was hard.
0: So you were do- down here doing um, a conversation between yourself and Wilsey, um, a kind of about um your creative work, uh, kind of depicting the traveller community because that's where most of your work is based on, um. And you like to write from the traveller perspective and uh, I know you said last night that you kind of uh, remove yourself from the settled community and then kind of focus on uh, that part of your work. Um, You must get great joy out of you know living in that world alone, you know, and you know exploring that through your writing.
5: Yeah, I am so for a couple of years, I tried to do both. <laughs> and I made a very bad job of <laughs> it. But I once I was clear in my head about what I wanted to do, and once I made a space in my life and decided, this is how I work. This is why I work. Yeah. And this is why I want to work
0: at. Yeah. Um. I know you. You said yesterday that um, you loved the sense of humor within the traveling community, and mm. it, it, it's. Would you say it's, it's 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 its own thing? It's uh, far more unique than would it be in the the, the settled community.
5: Ah no, no, I mean, I, we're not all comedians. That's not what I meant. What I meant is a bit like Claire. There's a dry humor <laughs> and there's very funny And um, half remarks. They're not quite fully sentences, but there might be a, a word and then there might be a, a, a gesture. Okay. All I'm coming. but I what in the I really love is the diversity within the community. Everyone is so different. Yeah. know so I suppose the warmth and uh, the com- compassion and gentleness. Mm. And maybe that's what people don't see, it, But I see it and feel it. don't are that kind of sharp, intellectual. Uh, you know, from, from people who wouldn't... Uh, they might not want to school, but God, do they know what they're talking about? Yeah. I mean, there's another side of it too. <laughs> Like, like like, everywhere, your own are a pain in the ass. Yeah. And they're the ones that will judge you the hardest. The and they're the, the ones that will say, oh, don't work with Shai, <laughs> but what do you do? It? But at the end of the day, I love being a traveler. I love what it means
0: yeah do you I know you said yesterday that we were talking about uh, sense of humor and uh, and, but you also talk about the kind of raw dark side of things as well and I know you said at one stage that you find it difficult because it goes down so deep that you're not sure if you could pull those characters or yourself out of that darkness Um, is it a challenge to, to write about that topic um continuously you know
5: i think we've lived very difficult lives almost lives that are, are on the edge i think that has done something psychologically to us in that we're on the one hand we're very humorous and mm-hmm. on the other hand yeah. And ache, a fear, a I fear of paranoia. All those things that, that have been passed through generations. And then as it was, I don't problem and eight times more I think. To commit suicide. Yeah. I mean that's very high. Yeah. And I'm a, a sister of nine brothers. I'm an aunt. And be big warriors have to be on an earth all the time, and for women, it's fifteen times.
1: Wow. Wow. Well. I didn't
0: know that long.
5: No, uh, so you're kind of, you're dealing with a lot of pain. Yeah. And a lot of hurt. And a lot of oppression. Yeah. And you have to be careful. You have to be careful what you're doing. What you're delving into. Yeah. And make sure that you have a. And I... I don't want to put it out. You know, or to kind of... Uh, you know, after I write something, I might need a week to just... Discombobble it, Discombobulate, uh, kind uh, of. And relax. Yeah. And get back into the real ones.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I know you were saying last night that... Um, you like to write about women mm. in the Traveller community because you, you kind of sometimes they're seen as kind of side characters in the background and you, you want to push them to the foreground is that correct?
5: Yeah, I don't know I write about women generally mm-hmm. but I think all women we're, we're fierce uh, fiery and uh, there's so many sides of us. And uh, we're the ones that carry all the men. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that worry about our men. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that have to bury our sons. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, so, why wouldn't I write about women? And also, I suppose, my generation, we would have still had arranged marriages. Yeah. Where the younger ones are doing their own thing with the help of Facebook. <laughs> 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 but there's that, that kind of wonderful moment of liberation that I'm lucky enough to be living through. And then there's the whole thing about women going to the college or getting educated, and what that does to our community. Yeah. You know, I know I'm, I'm in a, a lovely kind of observation role to see all sorts of changes uh, coming from women.
0: Um, I know you spoke at the start and said that Ireland is a qu- in a quite dark place at the moment and that with say the rise of the right people in your community you've seen the fires before and these kind of protests directed towards the trampford community um, and that you, you've you been dealing with it for years already
5: People about housing and accommodation I believe in on the Yeah. And it's just a very, very sad uh, and very, very fearful time that we're not able to embrace yeah. another journey into what it is to be Irish that we're still hanging back to that white uh, are uh, settled identity. But well, I believe we're much more. And I also believe that we forgot how to be gentle. Mm-hmm. How to be kind. How to be welcoming. That's we're so selfish. Where do we get all this selfishness?
0: I don't know. And I
5: there's d- enough. Yeah. There's always enough. In the past. But a few more. Very true. And there is. Yeah. You know you're find. Um, I find that very
0: hard I know these are a lot of topics that you touch on and I, I coming from a uh, disabled community as well I suppose housing is uh, even more of an important issue and you're often overlooked from that standpoint as well
5: I suppose I was always Understand human rights from a, a traveler for decades. No. Again, at the moment we're talking about assisted dying, and I'm thinking about well, what about assisted limits? And can we not get that right first? Before we start looking at the morality of death, let's yeah. look at the morality of life and the dignity of all of us. I, I want to think that I am. Accommodations. Our houses. There's only one aspect, how I to live a good life. And when people don't have that, when they're in these centers, whether they're residential or whether they're <laughs> holding centers for violence, none of them are right. None of them are safe. None of them give any dignity or humanity to the people that are living there. I also feel, particularly in the fair and small areas, if your neighbour is involved with the far right and going on a march, it's very divisive and uh, young people are manipulated into that, so it's very, very, you know, the, the microcosm are rural life, and then they have this, but I'm afraid of the fires, they have this stuff. Yeah. And the fires. It's not a good way to make a statement. Somebody would be killed in a very painful way. And it would be somebody innocent. And, you know, I thought after the Eighth Amendment, after gay marriage, I thought... I thought we were going home somewhere. I thought we were moving in a a particular direction. I thought we were embracing our young people and getting them ready for a new island. I thought we were on that road. And now it's just heartbreak to have 19-year-old young fellas Saying very casually, they you're going to the match, and you're thinking they you even understand what you're saying, let alone what you're doing. And on the wing, I have the hope that the current generation
4: of young people that maybe they'll
5: bring a swing back. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, arts, literature, music, a bit of poetry, maybe that can uh, be a kind of a compass or a guiding light for how we find humanity in each other and and ourselves.
0: But I think that's... uh beautifully eloquent way of putting it. I know your collected essays Unsettled is available at the moment. My wife bought a copy yesterday <sighs> so looking forward to reading it. And uh, you have a collection of short stories hopefully coming out later in the year.
5: Thank you very much.
0: Thanks so much, Rosalie. So,
6: my name is Aidan Duffy. I'm uh, young man from County Meath up Trim and uh, yeah I'm here this weekend at Head School because of a friend of mine Donal McConnell. he's here doing an interactive performance and I've been helping him out a bit with that and hanging out uh, yeah it's been great, great.
0: Yeah, so um, you're, you're a musician and a producer in your own right as well then
6: yeah, uh, yeah that's right I've been doing that, I've been full time kind of at music you now the last I've been doing it like on the side obviously my whole life, but it's been full time the last three years. Um, and I've been, yeah, basically at the start of the first Covid lockdown, like I'd done a bit of home recording before, but I was writing songs and there wasn't much else to do. And I decided I'd try and record them and make an album because that's something I always have wanted to do, yeah. And uh, I've been in and out of studios at different times with different bands i I'd never been very happy, and I thought if I could get good at, uh, at producing and engineering I could probably get something I'm a lot happier with uh, yeah I didn't realise how long a journey it is <laughs> <laughs> to get the actual <laughs> skills required yeah, yeah. Like. Uh, so anyway I did an album and of uh, you know it was fairly acoustic kind of grounded stuff which was what I was just really into writing at that time but I would do all kinds of music kind of at different times different places with different people um, and then I did a I've done three EPs as well since then, which were kind of a series, a trilogy. The first one was with the body of my name, it O'Connor. He's called, and that was we were using drum machines, we were using a little bit more electronic stuff along with um, a singer, so you know some singer-songwriter kind of, uh, I suppose, elements that are always going to be there because yeah. of, of the nature of the music. He's a pianist, so there's and, and a kind of just hip-hop producer as well so it's kind of mixed a lot of different stuff on that and then i did an acoustic ep and then i did like totally acoustic just me and a guitar no overdubs and then i did um one that just had a lot of different friends on it that all the songs were written through improvisation with friends they weren't uh nothing i didn't approach that with any material it was just like i got in the room with my brother who plays the drums and we just started improvising and we come up with an idea we liked. Kind of
0: ad hoc in the moment itself. In the, in
6: the moment, but when we came up with an idea we liked, we'd then go, okay, that was good. Let's kind of play it again. And then a structure would emerge. Um, but there was no lyrics. We weren't improvising any, any vocals at all. So we were literally structuring an entire song and going, that's it. And we recorded it. And then I and other people I was getting in had to write... The vocals around this, oh, and I didn't wow. chop anything up, yeah. I yeah. didn't re record the original, so it was like whatever we write now needs to fit into this exact structure, which made sense to us instrumentally. But th- that was the most difficult one by far, to yeah, yeah. because I mean, writing music like that isn't very intuitive. But it was, I wanted to do something really different to the other ways I've kind of done stuff before, you know. And that has a mix of stuff again, that's more has a band on it, there's funkier stuff on it, there's yeah,
0: and that. Is that the brother that you play in a band with down in Galway as well?
6: Yeah, so that's my brother Ben. He's um, his band is called the Leon Stack's Equation, and he uh, he's a drummer and a vocalist and very talented. Kind of yeah, look up to him a lot. Always like we've played music together since we were kids. My, he, my other brother Tom as well. Well, he's one of my brothers. There's ten of us. I'm the youngest of ten. Um, so Ben and Tom are next to me. The next two up. We've started playing together in a they were already playing a band, say, when I was a kid and I thought it was class and I couldn't wait to play with them and I was getting good at guitar and uh, I think it was 13 or 14 when they started kind of, maybe started getting me up on stage, you know, because they were playing in pubs and all this and yeah. play a bit. Yeah, I think it was 14 then when we got a set together and started gigging, the three of us. So I was young, kind of getting out there and making, I remember making, what did it make, like off the first pub gig we did, it was like 60 quid or something and I really did feel won the lottery <laughs> like.
0: you admit it then <laughs>
6: yeah exactly it was class and uh, yeah I spent years gigging in pubs which I enjoyed but it does feel as if this for me the the season is passing a bit with that I don't really enjoy it much anymore so I don't do it much I do it occasionally I, and I'm talking about just corporate gigs now in yeah. pubs you know Um, so yeah it's been a mix the recording stuff I mean the different live originals projects that come and go Um, it's kind of I've gotten to do a lot of different stuff even though I'm I'm young enough that I've really really enjoyed Um, and now I suppose it's at a bit of a a crossroad to say because I think there's a new project in me a new band that their song is coming for and it's not like that other it's not very like the music I've been recording over the last few years so it's going to be a new thing it's going to have a new name I think and it's definitely out of my comfort zone so that's kind
0: of what uh what new avenue is that band going down do you think
6: well i think it's got a lot of electronic elements so rather than playing the guitar which would be how i'd be comfortable you know it's all it's an instrument i can play easily i can play it on but it's so in my comfort zone because of that i've been playing the keyboard which I'm not so good at. I'm getting a bit better, you know, but...
0: You were lugging it around all night. That yeah, I was lugging it way. around
6: all night last night. I didn't get to take it out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I ended up with a guitar in my <laughs> um,
6: And, yeah, so the tunes are, you know, drum machine and synths and that kind of stuff. And I have a lot of ideas for tunes, and they sound good, but I know they need to be finished. It's, the actual sound world needs to come together. Yeah. So it's a band that's needed. Like, and I can have two people... We're in it, Um, so we've met up and done a couple of rehearsals, but feels like a long road before we figure out what it is. What I, what I want ultimately is to make really good songs and just get them out and gig them in front of people. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. You
0: know, when you said there that you were like learning the skills of a producer and stuff like that, is that where you're on about like the electronic and drums and synths and stuff? Like, is that where you learned that side of the music? Because I know you were guitar focused before.
6: I think, uh, not quite, like because I think. (laughs) The way I learned everything in music was just through play. You know, like, I don't know, I probably played with a synth first, you know, years and years ago and thought, and didn't know what I was doing, but enjoyed just playing. Uh, And I did that a few times over the years. And at some point was like, oh, this could be a thing. I could get a lot out of this and bought a synth and then got more acquainted with it. And it's always been from a place of curiosity with me where it's like, what can we do with this kind of thing? You know what I mean? and the same with the drum machines and the, yeah, I don't know. I think if you're, if you're approaching it from, from that place, in my experience, it kind of you get something you can you get something out of it. Rather than I never like to think of oh I should learn to, I should learn to read music or I should learn to. It's like you know, I used to think that a lot. You know, the s- skills that I should have. It's like why should I have them? Like should be coming from a place of curiosity that you want to play and make something with it so that, that's where it's come from a lot for me with, the, with those electronic elements and just because you can do something different with it because yeah. when I pick up a guitar I do fall back on the same kinds of veins and when you take that away and you throw it on another instrument something else comes out and that's exciting that's yeah. the main thing really And uh,
0: where did you study break dancing
6: school I <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> No idea where that <laughs> one move I have came from. Which is a, some move <laughs> blew my mind. <laughs> one night and I thought this, this works. And I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I'd like to learn to do the warm now. That'll be good.
0: And uh, where did you meet Donald? Then Donald is uh, the curly organ that's uh, mm. that you're working with this weekend.
6: He, I met him through my brother Ben because Ben's moved over to Galway. He's based there the last few years. Um, he's back and forth a lot to, to Trim where I live, but um, he met Donald over there. Don's very active in you know, the, a lot of different communities. He's one of those people I think you kind of meet him if you're in the scene with music or arts or community stuff because he's just so, very active. So Ben gave him my contact at some point because Don wanted to do something with all the samples that he collects because so much of what he does is having conversations or improvisations and recording them on a microphone to people who can hear it live in headphones. thats like, it seems to be something he's just very into. So he has like so much material recorded. And I think he has a bit of a dream of wanting to do something with it. He'll tell you better than I will now. Hopefully he'll come in uh, and give his own version of that. But anyway, he got in touch because he said, look, I want to do something with these. And your brother Ben says, you, you know, you might be the man for kind of sampling and making something out of them and all that crack. Yeah. We didn't really do much of that, to be honest. I just put together an idea and it didn't particularly go anywhere or take off that time. I had other stuff on. But then I ended up recording his album, producing his album for him like, and playing it and stuff as well, which isn't released yet, but yeah. we're most of the way through. I think, yeah, recording have recorded nearly everything on, so I'll be mixing that in the coming weeks now, Like and hopefully that'll be out this year. Anyway, he's about to have a baby, please God, in a couple of weeks, so... Uh, there's a lot going on for him, but I'm excited about that album. I think it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's very... Uh, it's very original. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got a good way of approaching the songs and, and the music. Uh,
0: so you were down on Friday helping them out with that. And you're here for the rest of the day?
6: Yeah, I'm here to the, to the better end, I'd say. <laughs> i drive home now tomorrow. Uh, yeah, it's been great. I think... I I mean, the, the music here has been excellent. It's a very good calibre. Of musician and, but I think what's really interesting about this weekend is the way it's not separated in terms of oh there's the performers and here's the you know consumers or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. It does feel like we're all locked into this. Thing together, and there's a nice approachability. And you get locked to in is a good way of putting yeah, it as <laughs> <literally right? everything's laughs> like um, well. Yeah, and you get talking to everybody like you, yeah. you know, what I mean, half the people here now feel like I've had a chat with them at some point. It's great. Yeah,
0: uh, hey, thanks so much for joining us.
6: Thank you, Richard. It's been a pleasure to meet you.
0: Yeah, you too, man. McConnell. 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 Also known as the Curly
7: Organ. Is that correct? Yes, Richie, you are correct.
0: Um, so you're here this weekend. Uh, Microphone Landia.
7: Is that the correct? That's the place. That's, that's the that's place. Where we that's are. where
0: we are right now. It's, yes. So uh, maybe uh, let's expand on that idea. Okay. Why, what, what's this place like?
7: Well, it's hard to say exactly and just give broad strokes on what the place is like and has been like over the course of the last two days. So maybe if you would indulge with me to ask the cards how it's been going. Sure. Okay. Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. So since you're the one asking me the questions, why don't you offer me a card? For me all the cards and i'll pick one okay yeah here we go uh, you'd have to spread them out ah uh, okay like that yeah yeah my first rodeo yeah. you're doing great <laughs> okay so oh okay so S- so can you describe the card El Senior Glum and it has a sad Charlie Chaplin it's sad Charlie Chaplin so that's connected to um, creativity playing a role taking on a role moving between roles we all experience that it relates to depression okay but you know microphone land there's space for all shades of emotion so with the second card, maybe we can go a little bit deeper. Okay. Alright. The little shite. <laughs> the little shite. And it's a picture of a kid who it's not very likable kid. They look like they have to they look like they're gonna piss their pants at any moment. Probably because they're nervous. So the little shite and senior glum are connected. But the little shite energy, it's a very interesting energy. Something that, uh, you know, we need to, we need to learn to manage our little shite energy in some way. It's a need to be seen, it's a need to be authentic. Okay. And Microphone Land is my search to deal with my inner little shite. To be seen, to be authentic, to be loved, But I'm also trying to help people, I believe, manage their own inner little shite energy by giving them the space to be freaky, to be spazzy, and let things go a little bit. And there'll still be acceptance and love at the end of that. Because maybe, and it's just part of being a kid and growing up, we get told, we get shut down, we get told we're being annoying, and maybe it might be true, and maybe it's necessary in that moment. But sometimes these things stick with us and maybe in the future we need to, um, we need to express that. So I think that's what I'm trying to do with Microphone-landia. I think when the little shite energy doesn't have anywhere to go, in your Glum, oh.
5: you
7: know, comes about. Yeah. So that's my take on it. I feel like with, not Microphone-landia as a thing, it, it's, not, it's not limited to Microphone-landia, but I think part of the driving force behind it is to uh to tackle that um and give space for our little shite energies okay yeah do you want to pick another card one more card for the road sure why not
0: love me tender and it's a picture of people
7: slow dancing it's two people slow dancing it's a couple very much in love, it's a very public thing as well as you can see in the picture there's people sort of taking photos of them, they're they're in the public eye and maybe that's you could say we could call it everybody's need to be loved tenderly including their little shite energy needs to be cradled and held among all the spazziness and weirdness. Uh, if if there's any blockages in any of these things then el Senior glum triumphs so yeah maybe love me tender is really just the end goal of everything of all of our activities of our creativity may perhaps richie of your podcast if i can be so bold mm-hmm. of definitely certainly of my endeavors it's to just be loved and held and accepted uh by the public of county clare